Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tango Charlie Apparel, apparel for the rest of us. Go to Tango Charlie Apparel for all your fitness apparel needs. So welcome to the podcast, guys. This is a kind of a new format for me and something I'm really excited about. Today we'll be bringing you the CrossFit news and uh, joining me on the podcast and now a regular member of the team is Nikki Brazier. You guys have all seen Nikki uh, at the CrossFit Games on the sideline interviewing athletes. You've seen her at uh, multiple regionals, rest in peace. You've seen her at uh, multiple sanctionals. And if you have not seen her at all those things, shame on you for not following CrossFit. You obviously don't like the sport. Uh, so uh, I'm excited. Nikki, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm crazy excited to have you on it. You'll be the smartest member of every one of us. Uh, <laughs> you'll certainly know more about CrossFit than the rest of us, so that's a good thing. So let's jump jump right in. So uh, lots yeah. of news in the last couple of days. Yeah, I mean, there's been there's been a lot going on. Uh, unfortunately, in terms of a lot of the the well known athletes that we've come to know and love over the years, who've been you know busted for banned substances. I think that's kind of the the big topic right now what everyone's talking about yeah so who who were the people um so we're looking at ben garrard um ricky garrard's brother is a name that you probably know if you've been following the news for a little bit now because he also popped just a couple years ago for banned substance the same banned substance unfortunately um and manila pinocchio is an individual female athlete out of italy and then most recently um ellie Cabord, who we know from crossfit mayhem so let's let's take them one at a time, uh, if we can. Uh, ben, I'm clearly familiar with anybody that's watched the page for the last <laughs> day or so. Has seen me go in. You've, pre- been, you've been in there pretty hard. I've been yeah. in there pretty deep. I'm not gonna lie. Um, sometimes not my best moment, but uh, you know, still kind of an interesting situation. And you know, bluntly, Nikki, like I went in on a hard because it to me it was kind of a it kind of a I don't want to call it a funny situation, but it was certainly unique to see a brother popped for the exact same substance that his brother had been popped and taken off the podium for yeah it's really man this is rough this is rough for fans of the sport this is rough for people who you know know and trust that there are athletes out there who are putting in the hard work and, and time and effort it takes to be great at this and you know anytime you see a major athlete pop it's it's disappointing but this is i mean i can't really blame you for going in hard because it's almost comical it's almost like a Ricky's like, hey man, but you know how how could this get worse for us? And Ben's like, hold my beer, like yeah. it's just bad. It's just bad. <laughs> I didn't do that meme. Everybody told me I needed to do that one, but I didn't. I didn't actually do that one. Uh, well, yeah. If you do it now, you have to credit me. I will. I came up. <laughs> I, I'll give you meme credit. Well, they they got we busted go. for Endurabol. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and I think that's that's pretty much been one of the more prevalent ones across the board that we've seen over the last few years. So it's kind of like, a, what are you doing, dude? You yeah. know. Yeah, I'm no, I'm no yeah. pharmacist. I looked it up. I'm probably like you know most people that follow the sport um, a little. Uh, and the, what I could find on it is that it's a substance that increases endurance and reduces your recovery time. And my first thought was, man, where do I find that? Because yeah, of course. Because <laughs> I'm 48 years old and my recovery time is really, really bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think all of us want to want to perform better and, and recover faster. And I mean, if it's if it was easy to get, we'd all get it and just do it. And not, but we're not all chasing that podium. So do you, do you have a sense of, of how it's admin- I've heard it was taken orally. Uh, do you have a sense of like how it's obtained, administered any of that? No, I don't know any of that stuff. I should I should 
preface this entire conversation by saying that I'm not a, a pharmacological expert by any means. My husband is a pharmacist, so he tells me some technical things that sort of wash over me and glaze look over my eyes, and I try to retain as much as I can. But um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have any of those details. Well, clearly, I have the wrong brazier on the line today. Yeah, well, I know we should. We should probably get him on. We could definitely speak to this stuff. Yeah, so, well, so de- definitely an interesting situation. Um, you know, seeing the the two you know brothers busted for the same thing now yeah. now manila who i didn't know at all prior to this had, had never heard of was actually hit with the same substance who is she so she is an individual athlete a individual female athlete out of italy and um she was busted after the italian showdown and that is just a real bummer because the italian showdown was a, a huge sanctional i was there it was like really exciting. There were a ton of local athletes in and from in and around Italy. And obviously there were games athletes and people that names that we know, like Steph Chung was there and Noel Olson was there and uh, Amanda Goodman was there. And in addition to the excitement around seeing all of those people, man, Italy was just fired up to have so many of their own athletes there. So it was an elimination style event where it started out with over a thousand athletes and we whittled it down to like less than 300. And then the final event was just the top six and Manila made it into the top six. And it was a super exciting, phenomenal event because everyone there was just amps for their hometown girl to be in with those big name CrossFit athletes. Um, so for her to pop after all of that just feels like an extra disappointment, you know? Yeah. And then these are all four year bands, right? Uh, from what I understand, yeah, for now. And I know that they have a, an appeals process and they have B testing that they can do. So I don't know if that can change later on, but for, for now, at least that's what I understand. Well, then the big names, uh, Ellie Cabord, who's on the mayhem team. Yeah. And that is, that is wild to me. I mean, I've, I've, worked with the mayhem team in the past as a sideline reporter i know ellie and she's just she's such a phenomenal human being and just a good soul um and if you watch the the froning with friends episode that they just recorded to put out i know it's a podcast but there's also a, a youtube video of them recording it i mean you can just see like the shock and disappointment in her face in her voice and i'm kind of a hard ass when it comes to this can i swear on this podcast yeah, i should have oh, asked I encourage, okay, cool. it's highly it's highly encouraged <laughs> Okay, great. Um, I'm kind of a hard ass when it comes to this stuff, just because I feel like I've had such personal interactions with these athletes that I'm kind of like, cut the bullshit. Like, you, you did what you did, whatever, own up to it or not. I, it just, you know, listening to people say like, oh, I didn't know what I was taking, or maybe it was, I was in my boyfriend's spit and I made out with him. And we've heard every, every excuse under the sun. And I usually don't care it's for some reason just watching ellie's response makes me kind of go back on that makes me kind of wonder like was this a for real accident did she not know what was going on you know what she was eating or was something tainted i don't know and i hate to be soft about this because i i'm a stickler for this regulation in our sport and it's ridiculous that people are still trying to cut corners when you have people like fraser on the podium who is just you know, in and out grinding every single day and making it work. Yeah. And I, so, I, get, I get that feeling. Um, cause I felt that too. I mean, I don't know Ellie at all. I've literally never met her. She doesn't follow me. Um, you know, most of that mayhem team doesn't follow me. And if Rich is listening, they don't, to, how do people not follow you? I don't know. You know, <laughs> they need to get on it. Someone, 
someone commented on my page today that I wasn't going to talk about the Elika board or do posts on it because I didn't want to be taken out of the cool kids club. So I hope Rich listens and finds out that A, he's a cool kid, and B, apparently has a club that I bet he didn't even know about. Uh, I'm, I'm not included in it. Um, you I know, would but, get in on that club. Yeah, we should, all, cool. we should all get in. Yeah. But, sure. you know, I look at this and think, uh, you know, while I feel terrible for her, I mean, I saw the same thing you did. She was clearly distraught and seemed very genuine. And, and the people that I know that know her just rave about her as a person, which I think speaks volumes, you know, around someone's character. But then, you know, you, you have to look at it analytically and say, look, at the end of the day, she tested positive. Right. And no, you're absolutely right. You know, there's there's not a lot that can be done about that. Hopefully, you know, the appeals process and and the processes in place will work itself out. But, you know, the, the athletes are responsible for what goes in their body. Now, hers was different than um, Ben's and Manila. She had uh, clenbuterol. Is that, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, clenbuterol. Uh, I don't know. It's, to me. <laughs> it's a fat burner, and it, it preserves muscle mass uh, and burns fat at the same time, which, again, I'm going, man, where do I get that? Uh, right. You know, I'm I'm looking for that tainted beef steakhouse if that's how you get it because I'd love to burn some fat and retain some muscle mass. But yeah, and I put put stock into that restaurant because <laughs> we're producing the best people. Yeah, and, and in her case, uh, she tested really like crazy, like a billionth of a gram or something. Um, yeah, yeah, and again, like I'm not a pharmacist, but from what I understand, that sort of like micro testing or those nano amounts, it doesn't necessarily mean anything because we're only we're only testing at one point in time. So, you know, we're not testing now and in two days and in two weeks and blah 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 to find out exactly what the half life of these um, test results are. So, you know, just because it was microscopic at the time of testing doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't greater previously, like during competition. And in addition to that, I mean, there's no way to know with a lot of these drugs that aren't regulated and, you know, are illegal in a lot of in a lot of senses. There's no way to know what the therapeutic dosing is. So a microdose or a nanodose might very well be a therapeutic dose to make a difference in your body. Again, not saying that I am the expert on this in any way, shape or form, and also not saying that Ellie's amount did or did not affect her performance. I have no idea, but it's just something to consider that there's too many factors to be able to necessarily say a tiny dose in someone does or doesn't make a difference. You know, you've been around probably as many or more athletes than anyone. What's your sense of the athlete community, how they feel about these drug tests and the people that are getting popped? You know, it's hard to say only because there's so many people who on the surface will say, you know, this is ridiculous. I can't believe this is happening in our community. And I can have conversations with them on camera, off camera, as a reporter, as a friend, just be like, man, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. And it really shouldn't happen. But behind closed doors, I mean, look at the number of athletes who have popped. Like, look at the number of people who feel like they need to do this in order to get where they need to get in their career. And I can't judge because I cannot even imagine the pressure or the temptation when you've got something like your entire career on the line. But I can judge, again, when you look at the integrity of the sport, and if this is important to you and this people and this community is important to you, then what are you doing? Yeah, I you know I get the impression from the athletes, I when these things happen, they usually start messaging me, asking me to kind of go in on it, to post about it. They did the same <laughs> thing when, um, that, when Devin Ford, for instance, skipped those reps in the sure, open sure. i had multiple you know games level athletes message me going oh you got to do something about this i i get the feeling that there are a lot of them out there that 
that um, at a minimum feel they're clean or clean enough that they can say, hey, I want to start making fun of this. Um, yeah. I, you know, I... I don't know. I, you know, I guess my opinion on it, you know, when you look at some athletes that have popped, it seems as if the drug testing is working. You know, you had Emily Abbott last year, who was a top games level athlete. You've now got Ellie Mm -hmm. who is, has been on the podium. Um, you know, obviously Ben's brother was popped after being on the podium at the games. Um, you know, so it seems as if the drugs testing is working. I guess I struggle with the commentary that I continue to hear in the community that everyone's dirty. They're only catching the ones that they want to catch. Oh no. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't buy that at all. And, you know, I have been around so many of these athletes that I really think might just be superhuman. Like, I don't know if they're cyborgs or if they come from another planet or something, but they perform in a way that is just, it is the best of the best. It's unbelievable. And I know that they are just grinding, absolutely grinding day in and day out and training and focused. And, you know, they're developing techniques and senses that go beyond just being good at CrossFit. Like they're learning how to control their breathing. They're learning how to like get a sense of the rest of the field of play while they're out there and performing. And it's just, it's so much work. I don't buy the argument that everyone is is juicing and that this entire sport is bullshit. I buy the argument that the people who want it bad enough will work hard enough to make it make it their sport, make it their own. And I think that that's being proven. I mean, look at the people who consistently end up first, second, third on a podium. We test them. We test all of them. Oh yeah, of so course. So if it's working, if it's working for the people who pop it's working for the others. And I think the biggest argument right now is that some of the top performers are not sponsored by the CrossFit partner Reebok. So it's not like we're just saving our favorite people. Right. Maybe, and maybe that's a rabbit hole I shouldn't open up, but yeah, maybe, I mean, I understand, you know, the community's concern around, um, you know, is, are they all using who's using, how do we catch them? Is there, you know, a better process. And I think as the sport continues to evolve and grow, particularly in light of all of the changes that have happened really in the last 18 months, you know, hopefully we'll see that continue to, to change. I do think as, you know, it feels as if, and I, it's not even a feeling like we're actually seeing more people getting tested. You've seen several on teams this year during sanctionals. I know Invictus had a couple that tested. Um, oh, yeah. And, oh, uh, even my my gym here in Rhode Island, Ocean State CrossFit, was at the MAC and didn't podium or anything like that and still got tested. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, you know, so, I, I talked to my coaches, both compete, have been to multiple sanctions, and, and they've been tested everywhere they've gone. It didn't matter if they yeah. were out of the country, in the country, where it was. They got tested at the MAC. They got tested at Brazil. Got random tests during the year. <laughs> Like we have a running joke that they're just taking P tests every 30 days. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and you know, these are 23 year old kids that weigh about a buck 80. Like I look at them like, there's no way you're on anything. You're too tiny. And they're getting, so I know people are getting tested. It's, you know, I guess the kind of the punchline here is that we'll see it continue to evolve. It appears as if the testing's working. Um, you know, not a lot we can do about these, you know, three or four that have, have tested now and then go through the process, but it looks like they're all going to be staring down four year bands for a while yeah yeah it's wild it's wild this turn of events but yeah well moving forward nikki i you know i think uh you know a couple things i've learned today number one um we need to have your husband on that's important (laughs) 
yeah, we should. He's he's much smarter about these things than I am, and in general, so much smarter than I am. <laughs> but uh, you know, I do think in the future, as we continue to get this uh, these kind of news cycles that come out, uh, you and I will get together quickly and get these out on the air for the the people that are listening, so they can you know get a little more information and uh, and have you on more frequently. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Let's chat. I'm happy to be a part of it. All right. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you to everyone who's listening today. We appreciate your support. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care.